Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. News, notes, and nuggets. It's time for the Rutherford Report with our Blues insider, Jeremy Rutherford. Brought to you by Scott Lee Heating Company, a proud Mitsubishi Electric Elite Contractor. Yeah, I think we should. We, you know, if you look at, uh, I'd love to get third place. I think that uh, if you, you know, I think third might be an easier thing uh, to get than than the one of the two wild card spots. So I, I think we should be competitive. But uh, again, it doesn't really matter what what I think or what anyone thinks. It's what we're going to do. I, I think we should be competitive with with the groups with that uh, with that. You know, if you break the league into thirds, I hope to be in the, in competitive with that middle third, and I hope to be at the top end of that middle third. That's our goal going. That's Doug Armstrong on October 11th. Two months later, he has fired his head coach, Craig Berube, and Drew Bannister, the head coach at Springfield, has been promoted as the Blues interim head coach. That was a quote that was referenced by Jeremy Rutherford in a great piece this morning at The Athletic. If you haven't read it, you need to. JR was up late and gets up early to join us here on the opening drive. JR, first of all, thank you very much for joining us on, on a short night's rest. We do appreciate it. Anytime, anytime. You guys are my favorite show in St. Louis from uh, 7 to 10. So. <laughs> Thank you very much. We appreciate that, which is, I appreciate you know, that. And he was important. just on another one. So, uh, 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 Let's start with this. Your reaction when you got the word last night that the Blues had relieved Craig Berube of his head coaching duties. Yeah, surprised and admittedly uh, a little shocked as well. Uh, I felt like the losses to Chicago, Columbus, might be the start of something. I did not know that that something would happen last night. Uh, I go back to the comment that you guys just played. You go back to asking Doug Armstrong that question back in October, is this a playoff team? And he said, I'd love to get third. Uh, He did say, I'm not as worried about the the standings as I am building a foundation for the future. And so as I tried to analyze this firing uh, last night, I, I kept coming back to the fact that this is a retool. You, you wanted this team to be competitive, but you understood if it wasn't. And why did Doug Armstrong make this move? We won't know until we hear his words today at 1030. He'll speak at Centene. But the one thing that he said is, I want to see the building and rebuilding of the foundation to get this team back to championship level. And obviously at some point, he felt that Craig Bruby wasn't the guy to take that team back to that level. Well, and JR, I was just looking at your article, and I love this quote that you have in there where it says, this was an executive issue and an execution issue, not a coaching issue. Why do you feel that way? Yeah, because I've, uh, I think I've been around for five or six coaches now, and I think with each of them before this one, you felt that, okay, I can see why the coach needs to go. This isn't working, this isn't working, and it's just not going to work. Uh, I felt with 
Craig Berube in this situation, if you had to rank the three things, the general manager slash management, the players, and the coach, I would have Craig Berube third on that list at the bottom in terms of being most responsible. Now, I completely understand when you look at certain aspects of the team, uh, the highs, the lows, the wins over Vegas, the losses to, to San Jose, Chicago, uh, Columbus, uh, the power play, 7 for 63. The penalty kill is outscoring it. Uh, but I think when you look at this, the roster decisions that have been made the past few years, and I believe it starts with Alex Petrangelo, I feel like they've been chasing the roster ever since. And it's not a team, I think, that can be competitive because of those roster situations. And then you look at some of these players, Brooke, who aren't performing Jordan Cairo, we can talk about him uh, not having confidence. We can talk about the reasons, but he's got five goals. Uh, we can look at some of these veterans, too. Justin Falk, no goals. You know, some of these defensemen that are on long-term contracts that you can't move. So Craig Bruby does have a lot of areas where I think this team could have been better and maybe could have been coached better, but I think his hands are a bit tied because of the situations I just mentioned. JR, how does this team get back to championship level? I think it's going to have to change out a lot of the roster. And I think that, you know, were we a month ago saying and and myself writing that this could be a playoff team if they played well? Yeah. And I I still think that that's possible. You know, you'll probably see uh, Coach Drew Bannister come in and he's a great guy, a great coach. And I think this could be a, a spark for the team. You know, we saw it with Edmonton. We saw it with Minnesota. But, Kerry, is it going to be real and can it last with this roster? You know, I don't think so. So we said that last summer was a very big one for Doug Armstrong in terms of what could he do to change things around it and make this group better, and he was unable to, in part because Tory Krug invoked his no-trade clause, which, you know, Doug Armstrong gave him that right with the contract. So uh, I think that it's going to be more turnover of the roster to be able to get this team back to that level. Jeremy Rutherford with us on 101 ESPN. One quick note, JR, a baseball note. Ken Rosenthal reporting this morning that the Dodgers are discussing a trade in which they would get Tyler Glass now, Emmanuel Margot from the Rays for young pitcher Ryan Pepio and outfielder Johnny DeLuca. This is at The Athletic, by the way. Financial exchange likely deal not complete. So Tyler Glass now probably on his way to the Dodgers. Okay, you mentioned Drew Bannister, and we haven't brought him up much, but what is it that Drew Bannister would be able to accomplish here that uh, that Craig Berube could not? Well, I think that uh, first of all, it's going to be a fresh voice, and that is always uh, a trigger with players. You know, that helps a lot of guys when you have the fresh voice come in. Um, I also think that uh, he's a guy who's had staying power with the organization at the American Hockey League level. You don't see that a lot of times. I mean, this is a coach who's been with the team uh, since its San Antonio days. I think in uh, COVID, they were in uh, Utica, um, and, and he was helping with that staff. And then, of course, he's been to Springfield. So he's familiar with the organization. This is a lot like what Craig Bruby was when he came to the Blues as an assistant coach, and then he was uh, promoted to interim and, and then head coach. He was uh, the minor league coach, just like Bannister was, really familiar with a lot of the young players, uh, a good communicator. And I think he's got a really good relationship with Doug Armstrong. You know, this is a guy – uh, Bannister, who's spoken regularly with Armstrong over the past uh, four years or so. So, you know, I think he's going to come in. He's going to have the attention of some guys who have been struggling, hoping that he can get them going. And he's a good coach. So, you know, I want to separate the two things here, Randy, and that 
I, I think that this was a, a tough decision to see with Craig Berube. As I mentioned, I think there were a lot of other bigger issues, but at some point you have to move on from that, and Drew Bannister is going to be the coach. And I think that uh, in terms of an interim coach, until you settle on who your guy is going to be, you know, this is a good choice. I just have to ask you, as we're just kind of reminiscing about Craig Berube and everything he's done for the Blues this morning, uh, what was your favorite moment? I know that we played that speech earlier, Game 7. I think a lot of people say that. But is there another moment that you really enjoyed of Craig Berube's? Well, yeah, I think that, uh, you know, the speech has to be probably number one. And that was so interesting because, uh, Brooke, I think I was sitting next to you in Boston for Game 7 up there Mm -hmm. in the press box. and. And I don't know that we heard that speech, at least I didn't, until afterwards. You're just so busy with the game. And, and so uh, sometimes, you know, my 10-year-old son will repeat the uh, the speech, but uh, we have to bleep out the, <laughs> the cuss words as Bruby got the team ready for the game. You know, I guess the one that's going to stick out for me, and there's plenty, um, but it's got to be the hand pass because we were waiting outside that locker room like a, like a herd of cattle trying to get in. And, and uh, the game against San Jose, you have the hand pass that helps the Sharks win the game. And we go in the locker room and put the microphone in five players' face and ask them. And they all looked like – they looked at us like we were silly, like we were mm-hmm. worried that that was going to hurt them. And so when, when all these players look at you uh, and tell you that it's no big deal, we're going to move on, you said – Craig Bruby came into this room and said something. So uh, I'll never forget talking to Larry Robinson. You know, that guy, you know, 10 Stanley Cups, he's been around the league as long as he's been playing hockey. And he said, I've never seen anything like that. That was a great show of leadership. And so when Larry Robinson says it, that's something that I think will stick here in St. Louis with a lot of people. JR, great work at The Athletic. We advise everybody to go check out the piece that you wrote this morning on the heels of the Blues firing Craig Berube and great insight for us this morning. Thanks so much for getting up early. We do appreciate it, and we will talk to you soon. Anytime. Thanks for having me, guys. Have a good day. See you. You too. That's Jeremy Rutherford from The Athletic. He's covered the Blues for years. I'm just trying to think of where where Craig Berube is going to land to haunt the Blues. To haunt the Blues. Mm-hmm. Where is he going to go um, where he will haunt the Blues? The Wild fired their coach, right? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Is that is that where we're going John here? Hines. Although I don't think Hines is in inter- the interim. Uh, mm. It's uh, th- There will be somewhere. Nashville? Yes. Nashville? Nashville? Yeah. Nashville. Nashville. <laughs> uh, I like how you added the vol. Yeah. Nashville. It's important. Uh, yeah, well, there will be someplace. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, did you find oh. it? Calgary. Oh. Yeah. Is that the, is that the landing spot for? There's going to be some place. Anaheim, they got a new coach. That's, there's going to be some place. Mm-hmm. Chicago. That's what I was thinking. It'll be pretty quickly. Chicago. How quickly will he get hired elsewhere? You want a Stanley Cup? I think that uh, I think he's got a ton of respect around the league. And he oh, is, yeah. We think of him as old school because of the way the Blues play. But he's new school in his communication ability. Yes, he really is. I think that a lot of people, you see very much that stern and even he doesn't have much to say sometimes in his press conference, but he is very fiery too in his press conference. But he really is a great communicator. That story that JR just told us, that's one of, I mean, yep. many stories. Somebody pointed out another one of my favorites, the Carl Gunnarsson story at the bathroom. Yep, yep. Yeah, that, that's, there's so many stories well, with Craig Bruby and how great of a communicator he is. And maybe Alexander Steen or uh, Schenner will tell the story about how he changed the culture of that team so quickly and so dramatically yes. when he took over in 2018. Mm-hmm. Because there were, 
there were people that wanted out. They were they were tired of 91. They didn't know where 91 was going to be on the ice. And the coach went to players and said, hey, check your ego at the door. Don't yes. worry about what other people are doing. Just worry, worry about what you're doing. And if we do that, then we have a chance to win a Stanley Cup. And the players bought in and won a Stanley Cup. So we're, we're going to miss him. He's well, he's legendary in St. Louis. He's the he first coach to bring a Stanley Cup here. He's legendary. Do they retire a seat at the bar at O.B. Clark's yes. for Craig Bruby? Or, or the Hive over here. No yes. doubt about it. Yes. Yeah, he loved O.B. Clark's. Yeah, I'm saying this like he's gone. But, I mean, he's gone from St. Louis. Yeah. But still, I think you have to have like a little seat reserved for him at O.B. Yeah. Clark's. 